It's time for Success Profiles Radio with your host, Brian K. Wright. Have you ever wondered if there's more to life than you're currently living? Then Success Profiles Radio is the program for you. Every week, we'll explore different aspects of success and how to apply them to your life. Guests will come from many different backgrounds, including expertise in leadership, business, relationships, careers, networking, health, overcoming adversity, and much more. Every show is a dose of inspiration. This is Success Profiles Radio. And now, here's your host, Brian K. Wright. Hello and welcome to Success Profiles Radio. I'm your host, Brian K. Wright. It is an absolute pleasure to be with you today. I'm honored that you chose to spend part of your day with me here, and this is going to be an amazing show. I'll be introducing my guests shortly. I promise this will be a fun and informative hour. It will be terrific. I do want to take a minute or two to share some things I've been learning and thinking about lately, and I will do this every single week. I was at an event recently called the Habitude Warrior Conference, and one of the speakers was Doug Grady, who's also been on my show. He wrote a book called The Ripple Effect. Uh, One thing he said from the stage was that you need to incorporate 40 days of focus. If you're trying to develop a new habit or discipline, do it for 40 days in a row, even if you don't feel like it. When I was released from the hospital a couple of years ago, and I was healthy enough to begin exercising again, I decided to go an entire month where I exercised every single day, even if it was just walking, and I did it. So I know that if I can do 30 days, I can do 40 days. Whatever it is you need to do, just get started. If you're trying to stop a negative habit, you need to replace it with something constructive. Remember, every time we say yes to something, that means saying no to something else. So it's critical that you replace the thing that you're saying no to with the thing that you want to say yes to. Get started today. It will make such a huge difference if you keep at it. With all this in mind, I want to introduce my guest. In fact, my guest uh, is Ryan Madges. Let me tell you a little bit about him. Ryan is a master of marketing, sales, and business growth. And before he hit the age of 21, Ryan had started and run multiple successful ventures, including a marketing agency that he grew to a team of eight people, an app that he gathered over 100,000 downloads in the first four weeks, and many more. After a painstaking life breakthrough, Ryan realized his birth purpose and winning at international was born with the mission of raising $1 billion for charity. Before age 22, Ryan had grown winning international to a seven-figure income and changed hundreds of coaches' lives. With Ryan's leadership, winning international is currently on track to be the biggest organization in the world helping coaches grow their business. We will talk about all of this and so much more on today's show. So here is my guest, Ryan Madges. Ryan, how are you today? I am absolutely amazing. So good to be here, Brian. You're an absolute kind soul and absolutely love connecting with you so far. So going to give my absolute all to this interview. I'm pumped to be here. I cannot wait to get into it. So hit me with any questions you want and I'll, give my, I'll bring my A game. Awesome. That's great. So the first question I always ask people, Ryan, is tell us about your background. Tell us how you got started, what your journey was like. I know you had a very interesting journey, which included starting many businesses, some of which did really well and others which perhaps did not. So tell us about your journey. Okay, cool. Would, would love to. Uh, there's kind of two, two part, parts to my journey. The first one is more of my upbringing and it's got, has a lot to do with who I am today and how I act today. And then the second half is more my business journey. So are you happy for me to share a little bit more about my personal journey as well? Sure. Yeah, awesome. Okay, cool. So essentially, if I'm going to be 100% honest with you guys, I'm going to be as unfiltered as I possibly can today just because I believe that's a way to create the biggest impact by you know, pulling back the curtains and just showing you guys the truth of how my journey's played out to hopefully create as much value for you guys as possible with my story and my journey. So 
I pretty much grew up in a family that was pretty drug abusive, unfortunately. It was a bit of a rough upbringing. My dad was a drug dealer. My mom was an alcoholic. Uh, it wasn't the best time growing up. And I remember getting to one point. For me, it was kind of normal at the time, but my, my parents were always arguing. They had great hearts, but they were just swamped with issues that were outside their best version. So I remember waking up one at one point when I was 13 years old and I heard my dad on the phone. He was like, you know, what do you mean you're not coming back? And he's just screaming into the phone. That's why I woke up to it because it was, you know, he was quite loud and he was having an argument. I had no idea what was happening, but it was actually talking to my mum and she'd made a decision to leave the household. She was actually trying to better her life, uh, which was awesome. And I can look at that back in reflection now. But what it went, meant for me is I didn't see her for four years. So if I'm going to be 100% honest, that completely shattered me. I was 13 years old. I just started in high school and I was trying to find my way in the world and getting that news and being detached from the parent that I was closest to, which was my mom and being stuck with my dad who fell into a deep depression and was very abusive mentally, not physically. Um, it was quite a rough few years. So at this point, I went from being a really confident young guy who was trying his best at school, thriving in sport. I loved sport and I was quite social as well to you know, hanging around with people that were far less confident. I used to hang around a lot by myself. I became a little bit of a loner. Uh, stopped playing sport or struggled in sport when I did. And my academics went downhill as well. Not because I wanted to. I didn't know. But obviously, confidence and certainty plays such a big part in every area of your life, your relationship, your health, sport, anything that you pretty much tackle, even academics. Confidence plays such a big part. And because I lost it, I lost a lot of what made me feel good in the world. So it was, it was quite shattering. Um, and I went through this process where even though I went backwards, I'd try to find things to keep myself elevated or find ways to cope. And one way that I'd do that was I used to play golf. So I'd literally go to the golf course before school, after school. It was my way of kind of being by myself and just enjoying something outside of the world. When I was there, that was my zone. And I used to go before school. I'd catch a public bus at 5 a.m. to the golf course before I started school and practice. And then after I finished school, I'd go and practice. And it's pretty much my thing. And I was at the golf course one day. I had a bit of a mentor at the golf course who accidentally fell into the position of being a bit of a mentor for me. His name was David. He was a phenomenal guy. And we were playing competition on one Saturday at this golf club. And what he did at the start of the round, which he'd never done before, he kind of set a challenge for me. He had some kind of motive. I didn't know what it was. And he said, Ryan, if you shoot this specific score today, I will buy you an iPod for your birthday. And my birthday was coming up. Uh, you know, it was for me, that would have meant the absolute world. It would have been the best thing ever. So I was like, Dave, bring it. You're on. It sounds awesome. Let's do it. And I ended up shooting the score. And yet he followed through and he bought me the iPod. But the real interesting thing was when I got on and I was trying to you know, add some music and I noticed that he'd actually put something on there already. And I was looking at the artist that was reading, I was like, who the hell is Tony Robbins? And so he literally loaded up this iPod full of Tony Robbins tapes. So personal power, um, and get the edge, and some even some health programs on there. And so I didn't know what it was, but I started listening to it. And I would listen to it in the morning on the way to the golf course. I'd listen to it at night when I played golf. And I pretty much started to love this guy. And yeah. I at that point, obviously – Anyone in this space is a, is a big Tony Robbins fan. He's just uh, the god of the personal development world. And it obviously changed my life so much over the, the next few months and years that at that point, at some point after, he actually got me out of a lot of mess. So at school, I was starting to work harder. 
I still had a lot of anchors associated with my environment at school. So it was hard to break out of how I felt when I got to school. I found that very difficult. But I started to try harder at school. My grades went up. I became less of a follower and started to try to do more leadership. Struggled big time though. But it wasn't until I made the leap of faith of leaving school that I symbolically made the decision to seek out and find confidence in the world. I knew that confidence was the biggest thing that I lacked because I was so nervous and anxious to do everything that I was like, stuff this. I wasted so many opportunities at school. I have lots of regrets and I don't want to regret anymore. I need to find that confidence. So I joined Toastmasters, started doing public speaking stuff. I got a, a job in sales. I, um, I lit anything that was outside my comfort zone. So even going up and talking to random people, going clubbing by myself to meet people. And I didn't drink either. So anything that I could do to challenge myself, I would do. I literally even moved across the other side of the country where I didn't know anyone. So I had to find new social circles and, and stuff like that. So for me, it was a massive quest of self-development and confidence. And on the same path as that parallel, I was working in business and Even at the end of school, I was working on some affiliate products and stuff. And it was at that point that I started to find my confidence. And that's kind of the switch from where it went less about personal and more about business. So that's how I got into business in the first place. I knew I wanted to do something bigger with my life. I just didn't get business. I didn't understand how it worked. And I ended up, I went over to the other side of the country and started at uni. And I was running kind of businesses on the side and stuff and playing around with different ideas. And what I found with uni was I was doing an entrepreneurship degree but it wasn't very entrepreneurial at all. And I ended up starting a digital agency at the same time. That was my first digital agency separate to the one that I finished up right before starting Winning International, but it was called Nginx Australia. And I used to cold call tradies, so plumbers, roofers, tilers, anyone that was kind of a tradesman to try to sell them a website. And if I'm going to be 100% honest, cold calling from just random, almost phone book leads was not the easiest thing. I didn't know how to market at this point, but I also didn't know how to succeed in business at all. So whatever I could do, I was going to give it a crack. And so that's what I did. I was cold calling for eight hours a day, every day for about three months in a row. And I actually started to get some results. I struggled at the start, but built up a good little six figure business from that, which was great for my confidence. And, you know, I went, holy crap, there's actually more, you can actually succeed in business without a degree, without having to be a veteran in business or being shown the way you can kind of just Provide a service that's good quality and you can sell and, and, and actually get the result. So for me, that was a humongous breakthrough. But obviously, very quickly, I became tired, tired of talking to tradies and doing something I wasn't passionate about. So I tried to start different businesses and something I wanted to focus on more in the long term. And that's when I started pinballing around. Um, pinballed around with lots of different businesses. I was a dating coach at one point after I went and taught myself how to find my partner of my dreams who I'm with now. And so I said, I want to help other guys do that. So I started doing that for a little bit. I had the digital agency at some point as well. And then I, um, I went out there and, and launched, like you said in the intro, the app, which is pretty interesting. I had a few JV setups with other business owners. Uh, sorry, yeah. other, other people would kind of join, join up with them and then do the marketing for their business. And they would just be the kind of uh, technician within the business. And I would get a cut, which was interesting. So I had a few different things. I even invested close to $40,000 in a product that was called PT Sites. It was a SaaS product for personal trainers helping them build a website online, which was a a failure because I just wasn't passionate about it. So I threw in the towel. I had a team of five up for that. And yeah, I got to a point where I was working on one thing, one thing only, and that was what I called winning creations at the time, which was my digital agency. And the digital agency was going really well. We built it up to a team of eight. 
things were looking good. And I, because I finally started to focus financially, I was breaking through and getting some really good re- rewards. Projections were for in our first year to do about 1.6 mil, but I'd wow. only been the, I'd been in the business for less than six months, um, and everything was going great. And in that short amount of time, I'd built it up to a team of eight, and things was going things were going really well. Um, but that's when I had that big kind of distinction, that aha moment that was just, I'm not feeling fulfilled. And I kind of knew in the back of my head, I wanted to do something more. I want to do something bigger, but on the same token for me, I, when Tony Robbins changed my life, I knew at that moment after I'd had that breakthrough that at some point I know that I'm going to be helping others, but I'd kind of future paced it and told myself a story that it's not going to happen for at least 10 years. And so in my head, I wasn't going to do it until maybe I was in my 30s or something like that. So I'd put that off as, and ruled it out as an option, but I wasn't fulfilled and I wasn't on my path. So I did this usually when I'm struggling with something, if it's something in business or something in a relationship or anything in any area of life, my initial kind of goal is to reverse engineer that. I go, what's the result I'm looking for? And I want to work my way backwards from there to figure out where to start from. And so I did that and I said, okay, how can I reverse engineer my whole life? With, okay. um, yeah, how, how right. can I reverse engineer my whole life? And what I pretty much did was went, okay, cool. If I want to start at the end, I'm going to go to the point that I die, which was quite confronting because I decided to write out my own eulogy. So mm-hmm. for me, that was like, holy, I, I feared death a lot as a, as a teenager and as, as a kid. I used to just break out crying at the thought of death when I was younger. So it was very confronting. And, yes. uh, but what I found when I did that was success was no longer important. Uh, business results, finances, growth in the world, being known as someone that's important didn't matter. All that mattered was the impact that I made in other people's lives. Yes. And I wanted people to be able to get up at my funeral and, and just be able to, from a heart-centered space, authentically say that Ryan changed my life as a result of who he was. All and right. so that, that's what spurred me to step on. So Okay. Sounds great. We are coming up on our first break. This is Success Profiles Radio. We are with Ryan Madges. We will be right back after the break. Please stay with us. The mission is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. Did you know you can quickly grow your business online and offline for free? SmartGuy.com is one of the fastest growing business networks in the world. Managing over 600 city business networks from Los Angeles, California to the country of Bahrain. In just a minute or two, you can add your business and be quickly listed in their global business directory, local business networks, and get a free web page that can actually rank on top of major search engines in as little as one to two weeks. No kidding. Simply go to www.smartguy.com. Fill out your company information and you're set. So add your business for free and find out why everyone loves a smart guy. Smartguy.com. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. 
All right, we are back. This is Success Profiles Radio, and my very special guest this week is Ryan Madges. He is the founder of Winning International, which coaches coaches on how to reach six and seven figure incomes in their businesses. So, Ryan, how did you decide to start a coaching business? You mentioned before the break that you felt unfulfilled by what you were doing. Yeah, sure. So, thank you, Brian, and uh, really enjoyed everything so far. Essentially, like I was mentioning, I got to that point in my life where I started to crack the code of finances and creating wealth within business, but I wasn't feeling that element of of fulfillment that I really wanted. And obviously, we're in life to feel happy, and I wasn't feeling that sense of proper fulfillment, maybe some surface-level happiness, but not deep fulfillment. And so that spurred me to do that activity where I wrote out my own eulogy, and it became more about helping people. And it was in that exact moment that I decided to make that pledge to raise a billion dollars for charity. I didn't know exactly how I was going to do it. And to be honest with you, I still don't. Uh, I've got an idea, and I've got, <laughs> but I'm sure it'll pivot along the way. But sure. it was at that moment that I said, you know what? I'm actually going to tackle the journey of becoming a thought leader, and I'm going to start to inspire and make a difference in people's lives. And because my skill set was business up until this point, I went, you know what? Who can I help to create the biggest impact in the world? And I thought, well, I'm not a specialist in any specific, like in every area, although I'd love to help people in every area. But what if I help people who actually set their own visions and their own goals and they've got their own levels of expertise and skills in, in different areas? What if I help them grow their business so they can help more people? And that's kind of what led on the idea of becoming the coach's coach and helping other people who help more people because I believe that's the way in, in which I can create the biggest impact. And being yeah. coaches inside out and, and helping a lot of them in, in the web business already, I realized that they need help with so much more than just building a website or putting together a marketing plan. There was sales. There was, oh, most of them had their, the way they were structuring their business wasn't very effective. And I would usually try to give them advice in the web business and the digital agency. However, it, they wouldn't listen because they weren't paying for that service. And yeah. so the thing that really excited me about becoming a coach was I could actually target what they need, not just sell them what they want because essentially they were buying a website and I've tried to make it as strategically set up as possible. But in some cases, I didn't even think they needed a website. It was just kind of what they want and it was an industry standard. So I was super excited about actually be, being able to target the area that would make the biggest difference. And that's, exactly. that's what I did. So the launch was a little bit interesting. <laughs> I had to obviously figure out how I was going to start this thing as soon as possible because I knew that if I procrastinated on it or drawed it out or just made it a distant plan or created a launch date in the future that I just wouldn't do it or I'd prolong it for longer and it just never would happen. So I kind of was had so much desperation to make this change based on the fact that all of a sudden now I knew that I had to make this difference and raise all this money for charity. I had to start now or I'd never achieve the goal. So I pretty exactly. much got in a, a, a web manager, so someone that could manage all the web projects in my business because I was doing that. I was a little bit in the business. I was kind of getting to the point in the business with a team of eight where I was managing everyone. So I need to get someone in to help with that. I had to refund a lot of clients. So to be honest with you, I lost a lot of money. I put myself right back to square one mm. and to create even more incentive for myself to make it happen, I actually hired a $50,000 mentor right before starting. So this all happened literally within a week. And I was just like, how can I put myself in a position where I have zero choice but to make this work? And yeah. so this mentorship, I had to put down a, a big deposit and I had $1,000 coming out of my account a week. And I was just like, holy crap, I needed to make this work. I had no choice. 
Uh, my partner was going through a rough time at this stage and I had to look after her. She wasn't working. We had rent to pay. I had no money at all and I had to find a way to, to make these payments each week. So instantly that created some pretty serious incentives for me to get my act together and work as right. hard as I could to make this work. So what I did is I set up a, a little Facebook uh, event and just invited my friends and hired a room for $30 at a just a cheap little city venue that could maybe fit 30 people in it. Nothing fancy. It was actually quite scrappy. It was kind of like a, a social enterprise uh, little government organization, but it was just very cheap and ratty and ended up running it from there. And I tried to just get anyone I could, to be honest with you. Things weren't set up properly. I hadn't even built a product, but I knew that this was what I had to do because it was what I feared most. Public speaking for me at this point was incredibly daunting and more so selling from stage. So I said, all right, let's sell from stage and just jump straight in. And so I had most, most of the people that were friends or people that I knew in my network and I managed to get a couple of other people to bring some more people. And so it was about 20 to 30 people there and then ended up getting my first five clients through the door, which was awesome. Like that covered yeah. first week payments. That was a great, I didn't expect it because in my head I'd said, look, I'm going to launch this thing and I'm going to run a, a seminar every single week until this works. If it takes a year, I'll run it every week for you. Even if no one rocks up, I don't care. I'm going to keep going until I make this work yeah. because I put so much energy into it and took so much action for that week because I had to because I felt like I had to give it everything that I possibly could. Yeah. That initial results that I got from that, uh, it gave me all the action that I took gave me those first five clients. And so I said, awesome, next week, same thing, let's do it again. And then I went ahead and, and was able to replicate the same level of results and get exactly another five people in. And then the start of week three uh, was when I was going to launch my first eight-week course. So when I say got a new client, I made a sale into our, my eight-week program. And so I had 10 people ready to go, but the problem was I didn't have a program. Um, yeah. I just sold, sold them on the vision and my passion and I left to zero. There was not one more ounce of energy I could have given those nights. Yeah. Uh, I, went, like, I actually le- legitimately went two hours overtime on both of those nights just sharing every piece of heart, every piece of passion that I possibly could and then launched. But on the Sunday before the Monday, which week one started, I had to build day one's content and then in day one, I built day two's content and day two, I built day three. Literally did that for the whole first eight weeks to have a course yeah. by the end of it. Week three, I flew over to Perth and had someone that helped fill a room for me. It was only a room of 13 people, but ended up converting eight people from there, which was awesome. And I um, doubled the price point at that time as well. So things really start to take off quickly, but I was doing things incredibly manually. But I launched 12 seminars in the first 10 weeks, and that's how we got our first 50 clients through the door. So it was a big leap of faith. But it was a, obviously felt incredible to get that initial start. And how long ago was this? In the last five years or so? This is two years ago. Two years ago. Wow. So that's very interesting that you filled your coaching practice through seminars. That is an amazing story, Ryan. Let me just ask you this. Um, what do you recommend for people who are just starting out in their coaching business? Do you have any particular recommendations? Yeah, 100%. Recommendations could extend from marketing to sales and stuff. So I'll just go over what I would say the most important things are. First and foremost, knowing who you want to target is pretty important. Getting those foundations. So foundationally, I believe there are two main things you need. You need niche and you need business model. You need to actually know who you're looking to help so that you can start to find out where they are. And um, that's the most important thing. But The big interesting thing with coaching is that unlike other industries and different types of businesses, you've got 
coaching is a space where you actually have to create your own demand. And if you look at other industries like a steel factory or a hairdressing salon or a plumber, you know, these types of businesses, like any other businesses, they're built off a of demand. They're built off people actually wanting that. So I used to play, when I used to play golf at the golf course, I'd be paired up in random groups of businessmen that were members of the golf club. And some of them would have businesses I would only assume that would be doing eight figures plus based on how many employees they had. Some people had 400 employees, 500 employees, uh, crazy sort of levels of success. And then I'd ask what sort of businesses they had and they'd be like making the wheels on the bottom of wheelie chairs or having a steel factory. And I'm thinking in my head as, as someone interested in business at this point, how, that, how would you fall into that? And why the, how would this person be so successful selling something so menial? But the answer is because there's a demand for that stuff. And yeah. so the, the gap that coaches need to fill is that they need to make sure that they're selling something that, that creates demand. And there are three core ingredients that I talk about in order to have a profitable niche. You need to have a problem, you need to have a promise, and you need to have proficiency. So problem and promises for the person that you're targeting. You, they need to have literally what you're helping them with needs to be the biggest problem in their entire life. It needs to be the thing that's keeping them up at night. So if it's someone that's single, okay, if it's someone that's single, then, and you're helping them, trying to help them with their health, they don't care. If they get home at night and they just feel lonely and that's all they care about, then if you're helping someone literally find the partner of their dreams, then for them, that's the most valuable thing. That's the thing that would change their life the most, number one, so to make you feel the most fulfilled because you're creating the biggest impact. But secondly, they're actually willing to invest in that. So the cool thing about that is that you know, now you've actually selling something that you know people will buy. And still, even though you've got that baseline demand and you know people will invest, you still have to create the demand by putting content and information out there to actually allow these people to see that you can help them. Because someone that's single doesn't naturally think, okay, cool, I'm single. I, I need to find a dating coach. It's just, it's just non-existent. And so you've got to create a lot of demand. Whereas if you're a plumber, people know they need a plumber. They've got, you know, their plumbing's not working, they hire a plumber. If they, yes. someone wants to paint their house, they hire a painter. They Google it, hey, I want a painter, and then they hire them. So it's, it's very, very straightforward. So that's the first thing. Problem, biggest thing holding in the back. Promise is the outcome that, you, that they want in their head that you're going to help them with. So the, the important thing about problem and promise is you've got to think from their point of view, not yours. You might know that the biggest problem holding someone back is that they've got limiting beliefs. But if you announce that you're going to run a limiting belief seminar and they don't know they've got limiting beliefs or even what a limiting belief is, then you're selling them what they need, not what they want. What they yes. want is what's in their head. So when I say problem and promise, I'm saying what's the biggest problem in their world, in their head. And if they're single, they might think that's the biggest problem. The real problem most likely is that they don't love themselves enough. But you're not going to say, love yourself. Like, come to my seminar, I'll teach you to love yourself. Because they're like, I don't want to love myself. What the hell are you talking about? What the hell is that even about? I just want to right. find the partner of my dreams. Um, and so that's why you got to sell them what they want, give them what they need. Such an important statement that any coach listening should write down. Sell them what they want, give them what they need. And then the proficiency element, the third P, is actually helping to deliver what they need. So problem and promise is what they want. That's the marketing. That's the front end. That's your course offering. That's the way that you start to dig into marketing. And then what they actually need is what you give them, which is the proficiency at helping take yes. from problem to promise. Absolutely. We're coming up against our next niche, break. If you've got niche, you've got profitability, and then you can 
start to build a product around that throughout your price point through this model. Awesome, fantastic. Right, so have, a, have a product, then you, with that product, you actually solve the problem, and that's how you have a good foundation. So that's first and foremost. Great. We're coming up against our next break, and we're talking with Ryan Madges about how to build a six- and seven-figure coaching business. He has a book that addresses this subject. We'll talk a little bit about that book. It's called Secrets of the Seven-Figure Coach, and we will discuss that right after the break. This is Success Profiles Radio. Please stay with us. The mission is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. Looking for the perfect destination in Costa Rica, Panama, or Thailand? Concerned about the economy and looking for an escape plan? Then you need to go to escapeartist.com and learn how you can live, work, invest, retire, or do business overseas. Escape Artist has the perfect plan for you. Join our 400,000 readers and get your free subscription to Escape from America magazine. Visit www.escapefromamerica.com and create your escape plan right now. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we are back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Ryan Madges. Before we continue, I want to tell you that you can find me on Twitter at Mr. Brian K. Wright. You can find my business page, Success Profiles Radio. You can find me on LinkedIn. You can also download and subscribe to Success Profiles Radio on iTunes for free anytime you want. Leave a review. Uh, subscribe to the show. That will help us stay ranked on the What's Hot list on iTunes and Careers where we've been uh, pretty faithfully for over four years. I'm so happy and grateful for that. I also do a book writing coaching program. We've got a couple people getting ready to get started very shortly. So slots are filling up. So if you want me to talk to you about how to get your book written and get it self-published, I can certainly do that. And there are a lot of other resources I can steer you toward to help you get your book successfully done. So Ryan, let's talk a little bit about your book, Secrets of the Seven Figure Coach. How did you decide to write this? Okay, cool. So I essentially wanted to create something that put all my knowledge from creating our uh, 5 and 20K program into a book so the people that couldn't afford to do them could read the book. And um, <clears throat> essentially, I've decided to create it and just go through everything. So <laughs> it was a pretty big task. It took about two months to get it done. Uh, but that's I work pretty fast with things. It was about 135,000 words or something crazy like that. And then I got... Uh, taken down to maybe 120 or 110 and it's just over 400 pages long so it's a bit of a beast meaning that it's quite like if you were going to use it as a weapon you could create some serious damage um, size wise but the most important thing in it is that I've tried to make it as practical as possible there's over 100 diagrams in here and it goes through everything from how do you find your niche properly giving a bunch of examples how to understand your niche how to market to your niche uh, how to create a program a premium program how to convert it above 80% handling objections. This is everything you can imagine, how to do Facebook ads, put together membership sites, build your website. Everything that you can think of to do with a coaching business is in there, even from a point of view as of thought leadership strategies. Uh, so it's quite thorough. And it, what I would recommend or how I would recommend using this is to read the first 
four chapters, or the first five chapters actually, the seven, and doing it quickly and then going out and taking action. And from that point forward, just using it when you need something. So if you're struggling with objections, read the objection handling part. If you're wanting to put together a marketing campaign and launch a new, I had someone literally message me the other day who implemented one of the marketing campaigns that I teach in the book and made $240,000 from that campaign, which was just like blew my mind. It's like, wow, that's a pretty good action that you took. He's got a pretty premium product. So he's got a a 40K program and he made six sales launching what I call a video ad. There's a very specific way to go about that. And it's, yeah, I teach it in the book. It's, it's It's not the craziest, most hardcore strategy out there. It just has to be done really, really well. And this guy did it well and you know, sent me a message saying thanks and he ended up joining our 20K program as well. He's like, what else can I do with you guys? Because got the book, implemented it and got great results. Yeah. So it's yeah. full and you could, you could read it forever and you could keep reading through it. I actually got one of my friends from high school that saw that I wrote a book and read it and he's not even a coach and he said it's in his top five reads, which was <laughs> quite humbling. Awesome. I was like, why, why are you even reading this? <laughs> You're not even a coach. Why would yeah. you bother with the book? But anyway, it was good to hear that's, positive feedback. That's awesome. And it is a very comprehensive manual for how to get your uh, coaching business started. I'm still reading through it. I'm not all the way done yet. It is, uh, in your own words, a beast, but it's well worth the read. It's really fantastic. Uh, so let me ask you, what do you feel are some of the biggest mistakes that people make when they try and start a coaching program? <clears throat> yeah, great question. I feel like the biggest mistake people make, I hear this all the time. It's just one thing. I'll go over a few, but one thing is that coaches usually, especially ones that have corporate background, think and assume that to succeed in a coaching business, you need a premium website. Uh, it's, this just simply is not true. It's like in our eight-week program, week eight is building a website. And it's, it's, the reason it's week eight is because you don't need it to get results. It's something that moving forwards is great to have because you can create a, a lot of value through there. You can have a blog feed where you deliver a lot of value. We've got a lot of case studies we put through. We're about to launch our own podcast as well and I'll put those podcast interviews through the blog feed on the website, drive traffic through Facebook ads and other mediums to the site and therefore be able to build trust with people who can jump on and uh, go through some of our funnels. But it's you're so much better off working on mastering your ability to generate leads online first and therefore be able to uh, create leads on demand as opposed to just getting a website because it sits there and most of the time people will never find it. And the worst thing that I see or the most you know, saddening thing I see because I just know it's not going to do anything is when you go to a coach's website and in the nav bar, it's something that Mark used to talk about a lot as well, is that you see in the nav bar what is a life coach. What is life coaching? And so you're kind of based, basing an assumption that people are going to find your website, I don't know how, and then get there and actually have to learn what it is that you do in order to make a decision. And it's got prices and packages and people are somehow going to want to buy it. So it's by getting a website first and foremost is a big no-no, especially if people fork out 5K plus to get a website built. It's simply not what you need to do first. There's this process that I teach called the coaching ladder and I break this down in the book as well. And it's a series of six stages that you need to go through in order from zero to seven figures with your coaching business. And when I, the reason that I frame things in financial terms is because it's such an accurate indicator of the impact that you're making. If you're doing really, really well financially in your coaching business, like you look at Tony Robbins, who's doing the best financially, he's creating the biggest impact. 
it's, it's a really good symbolic representation of where you're at with your impact. And so seven figures, to get to that point, you have to go through these six stages. The first stage is what I call the newbie stage where you're making between zero and $1,000 per week. And you're kind of just getting started. And the biggest issue at this point, or the biggest focus point that you need to master to get to the next stage, what you need to spend 80% of your time doing, it's the most intangible focus point, but it's fear. Like you need to literally spend your time trying to do whatever it is you're afraid to do. And so what I would say to coaches starting out uh, is like we kind of jumped on that before, get your foundation set and then purposely seek out what you're afraid to do. Because what happens when you tackle a fear is that you not only grow your earning potential, because if you think of a comfort zone being represented with a circle and kind of just visualize that now, just a big circle that's drawn on the middle of a page and you've got a bunch of dots in that circle and all those dots represent things that are within your comfort zone. Things like walking down the street, things like maybe typing an article. If that's inside your comfort zone, that's awesome and you've got lots of things that are inside but you've also got lots of things that are outside, dots that are outside that. If you walk outside that circle and then execute a dot or an activity that's outside it, what happens is that comfort zone grows to engulf that activity and your level of confidence. So potential-wise, earning, your ability to earn more is obviously greater because you've now got the skills to do more things and the confidence to do more activities. Think of someone like Richard Branson whose comfort zone for him is just enormous compared yes. to someone like myself or yourself, Brian. He's willing to invest tens of millions of dollars in a new project or hire a thousand people in a day. I don't know about you, but hiring a thousand people in one day for me would, is slightly outside my comfort zone. So right. the reason that he's got the potential to earn faster and earn more and to be more successful and help more people is because he's earning, his earning potential is greater because his comfort zone is greater. Whereas if, you're, if your comfort zone is really small, you, you don't have the potential to earn more because you can't execute activities with you're outside your comfort zone and so many of those activities needed for fast growth are outside your comfort zone. So that's one benefit. But the second benefit is when you do something you're afraid to do, it's almost like playing Mario Kart and going through and getting the star where you go rainbow and fluoro and crazy and you can just break through anything and nothing can stop you and you, you get confidence momentum, which makes you feel invincible. And then the next task that you do seems easy in contrast. So for me, when I started doing those seminars, the hardest thing I could possibly think of on any lists of things to do, and I did them, but then at the end of the night after I'd run a seminar, I can't even explain the feeling and the euphoria and the confidence and the certainty and the happiness that I felt having gone through and do what I was afraid to do. If I knew in my head that that's what I needed to do and I didn't do it, then it's the opposite effect happens. You kind of feel let down, sluggish, you know, a little bit upset to like lose confidence but if you do the opposite and you do what you're afraid to do you get a ridiculous amount of confidence so the Absolutely. biggest mistake that people make first and foremost is getting a website the second thing is taking the path of least resistance thinking that you do what you is easiest to you and for most people that's thinking that they need to build course content out or build a workshop and so they start creating content maybe start writing a book or doing something that's kind of for them uh, the thing that's it's cool and it's in their comfort zone, assuming that after that book launches or after that, that content's created, everything's going to explode and take off, which is not true. That's the, that's the path of least resistance as opposed to tackling the things that's a little bit more nerve-wracking to do but so, so important to be able to get results like marketing campaigns, like sales, like cold-approaching organizations that might be able to put you in front of your target audience. 
you know, doing the things that are uh, scary to do. So they would definitely be my first two things that are the biggest mistakes that they make. Not having the right foundation is a big part of it. Getting a website is a big part of it. And then doing the things that are the path of least resistance as opposed to tackling what you're afraid to do. Yeah, I would be. My, I can certainly. My I can certainly understand that. While I'm thinking about this, Ryan, where can we get your book, which again is called Secrets of the Seven Figure Coach? So, if anybody that's listening goes to winninginternational.com, winning, so W I N I N G international.com, then it's an offer that's just on the site. And for a limited time, I'm actually giving the book away for free. You just have to cover shipping expenses. And it's costing me a bit of money, to be honest with you. And I also accidentally put the shipping too low. It's costing us more for shipping. <laughs> so I'm actually losing money on the shipping and the book at the moment, unfortunately, for me. But if you get in before I up the price of the shipping slightly, you'll be able to get the book for free and uh, get really, really cheap shipping. Um, but hopefully I change it before you do that because I'm losing money on everyone. But the purpose of putting the book out is to make a difference. So if you can read it and just... The, the one premise that I would want the guys listening to get the book under would be that they're going to implement what's in it. There's nothing yeah. that pains me more than knowing that someone has got the value just sitting there and they've got this amazing potential that they want to give out to the world, but they just haven't had the confidence to launch and do anything with it. And it's just untapped and wasted potential. Saddening. Yeah. Absolutely. So winninginternational.com, you can find this book, and he's giving it away for free plus the cost of shipping. So that is an outstanding deal. We are coming up against our final break. I cannot believe how quickly this show is going. My very special guest this week is Ryan Madges, and he helps people develop six- and seven-figure coaching businesses. And uh, after the break, I'd love to ask Ryan about uh, one or two of his most successful clients, of course, without naming names or breaching confidentiality. But, of course, uh, if you're thinking about hiring a coach, you want to know exactly what they've done to succeed. So we will talk about that first after the next break. Come back. Stay with us. This is Success Profiles Radio. Be right back. The mission is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. Energy Saving Solutions' innovative double green plan enables you to switch to energy-efficient LEDs and other modern lighting with no upfront cost. Modern LEDs are far more efficient than other types of lighting, but for many businesses, schools, and nonprofit organizations, the reason for sticking with the old inefficient lighting is the cost of replacing them. While an old-fashioned incandescent bulb may cost a dollar, LED costs $30 or more. And that's why Energy Saving Solutions has designed our Double Green plan. Double Green allows you to convert to LEDs with no out-of-pocket cost. We'll pay for your new lights, and you'll pay us back with a percentage of your savings. From the very first day that your new LEDs are lighting your life, you'll realize a positive cash flow, and you'll be doing something positive for our environment. For a free cost and energy savings analysis, call Joshua May at 888-620-8133 extension 7082 or visit us online at www.energysavingindustry.com Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. 
We are back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Ryan Matches. He is the founder of Winning International, which is a coaching organization that helps you develop a six or seven figure coaching business. And his book is called Secrets of the Seven Figure Coach, which you can get uh, at winninginternational.com for free right now for a limited time. All you do is pay the cost of shipping. So, Ryan, let me ask you uh, to talk about maybe one or two of your most successful clients. I mean, a lot of people uh, will say they get great results with clients, and, and I believe that you do because I've, I've seen your work. Tell us about maybe one or two of your most successful <laughs> clients or, or favorite examples of people who've been in your program. Yeah, cool. I would absolutely love to. This is the thing that excites me the most in the business is doing interviews with clients that have done really well. And I actually flew someone down from Sydney yesterday, his name's Lyndon, uh, to do an interview because he's not coming to our next retreat in Vegas because he's got family commitments. Uh, but absolutely phenomenal guy. He started four weeks ago and since launching he's made 80 grand in his brand new business after spending six or seven months in his coaching business and he got one client in that six or seven months and the client ended up dropping out very shortly after signing up which was a oh. bit of a shame, but this guy's a, a phenomenal guy. He runs a tradie coaching business because he's been successful in his landscaping business. Phenomenal guy. He's got four kids. He's not a, a city boy. <laughs> he's from the country, so he's very authentic and direct and honest, which is what I really love about him and respect about him. But yeah, he's absolutely crushing it. And some really cool highlights for him is obviously uh, making 80K in four weeks. <laughs> it's just massive. It's more, uh, it could potentially be more than what I made in the first four weeks. But anyway, he, he's absolutely crushed it. And um, he, he put out this one thing that he was most afraid to do because every time a new client comes on instantly, I just force them to do what they're afraid to do, obviously, to get some great growth. And the thing that he was afraid to do the most was a Facebook Live. So his coach that he got delegated in our program, we've got uh, coaches called Heart-Centered Enforcers that help our clients with accountability. Their full-time role is just to hold the clients accountable and they're ruthless breakthrough coaches. So phenomenal, usually NLP trained, really great at what they do, very hardcore and direct and certain. So they can help no matter what. You can't get through that barrier of not getting your stuff done on a weekly basis, which is really powerful. So anyway, Zach, who is Lyndon's heart-centered enforcer, jumped onto a call with him and said, cool, what are you afraid to do? And he kind of, you know, put across some things that weren't that scary and then turned around and kind of Zach probed a little bit deeper and found out that Facebook doing a Facebook Live, so jumping onto Facebook and just broad streaming live to his friends and stuff like that or anyone that knows him on Facebook would be quite scary for him. Yeah. And he, he jumped on and did a Facebook Live. And I don't know how this happened, but he got 20,000 views on his first Facebook Live. I, wow. I that's, I've, I haven't had 20,000 views on Facebook Live myself. So it was obviously a phenomenal topic. It was something, I couldn't find it, but it was something around you know, just getting out and getting started, just doing it, like starting the, or launching your business or something like that. It was more from a personal development point of view. And yeah. it had 20, over 20,000 views on his first thing. It landed him a few speaking engagements, one of which was, it's just so good. Like I can't believe it. He got... He's getting paid $4,000 to go and speak to 100 of his target market. He's been flying because he's flying from Sydney to uh, up in Cairns in, in Queensland in Australia. So he's getting flown there and wined and dined and paid four grand and getting put to speak in front of 100 of his target market, which you wow. just could not ask for a better deal because the value for him is selling his uh, 20K program, not 
Um, <laughs> not the yeah. 4K for the thing. But it just could not be more. So he got that from that. He's got three other speaking engagements. He's been flown around speaking all over the place and he's making consistent sales into his high-end product, which is crazy. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that was, that was such an awesome example. He's such a nice guy, so well-deserved. Um, so that's one example. If you go to winningintернational.com, we've got a bunch of – like I really like to interview our clients, not just here's the results, but more so from a point of what have they actually done to be successful? What have they struggled with that they had to break through and how did they break through them? So then therefore yeah. – if, if if anyone watches those interviews, you're gonna find you're gonna hear the truth behind what it takes to make a coaching business successful from someone that's there but struggled to get there. Yeah. Um, sorry, go when for you, it. When you ask people what are you afraid to do, do you find that people hesitate because they think you're gonna ask me to do this, aren't you? <laughs> I try to I try to very softly bring it up. So I'll be like, Oh, all right, so what 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 really scares you? Like I just wanna find that kind of a range of what you're working on and what you've done in the past and you know what scares you the most about this process and then they usually say oh i'm just scared of maybe not making the business work and they say oh if we get more specific to some activities <laughs> and then they'll bring it out and yeah. uh, i actually had an- another lady that's a pretty cool example someone that joined probably about six weeks ago her name's alex and really nice lady she's pretty young maybe late 20s and she came in and what she was afraid to do as well was get on video and so i was like okay, cool, you know, do you mind if I borrow your phone for a second? And I created a topic for her and then just pressed go for the Facebook Live and threw her the phone. Wow. And so she, she had to do her first Facebook Live in the office and she was just shocked. She was so nervous. And she jumped on. And if you see the confidence of this lady now, her name's Alex Tripod, if you want to look her up. But she did this, it's so cool. So she's, she was, we've got client of the week every week in our 12-month program. It's minimum 12-month program, my seven-figure coach program. And she, she was client of the week last week because she's been making over 10K in sales a week, which is crazy. She's only been in yeah. for six weeks. And she was starting from, she's quit her job when she started in this. And she had zero, she didn't have a profitable niche. We had to form everything from scratch. She'd only started learning about coaching four weeks before engaging with us. So she's brand new as a coach as well. But <laughs> she was very nervous. And she started off and she's literally making more than 10K a week, which is just awesome. Yeah. But she did this really cool video where, it's really engaging and fun. Just to, oh, I'll tell you what the video was and then I'll kind of talk about how awesome it is. But she did this video where she filmed saying, hey, I'm just got this random idea to try to come more from abundance. So I'm going to clear out my savings account and give away some money. So she goes to the bank. She clears out her account. It said like $1,000 in there or something. I think she just would have put you know, a grand, maybe just over a grand in it and then cleared it out. And, and took all the money out in $50 notes and then went around the streets just giving it out to random people but being really fun about it, being like, cool, I'm going to give you this $50 note if you, you know, dance with me for 30 seconds. Wow. <laughs> and she literally dance with them. So she did, like that takes a lot of guts and courage and this video has got, gotten close to 50,000 views online and this is only over the last week. It's got obviously a ton of shares and it's, yeah. it's pretty much, it's gone viral almost. It's, yeah. it's so cool. But so that's kind of like, that's not going to make a difference. That's creating a really cool positive impact. But it's yeah. more so that her business is tangibly doing 10K per week. That's yeah. really, really cool. And she's a brand new client. Uh, and so what she's helping people do is trans, get the courage to transition into finding their passion, purpose, and power, starting a new, uh, bridging from kind of the corporate world like she did and having them yeah. get the confidence just to take the leap of faith to doing something. So wow. really cool thing. It's focusing mainly on mindset, but about a two and a half thousand dollar course and yeah she's rocking it 
That's a couple that's, of good examples. That's great. Now, you have a free resource on your website about how to generate 24 coaching leads in 24 hours, and we know that leads are the lifeblood of any business. Uh, is that on your website, winninginternational.com as well? Yeah, yeah, it's on there at the moment still. The, the offer might not stay there forever because we like to change up offers and you know not weave them up forever. So you can get that resource if you want in the short term, how to generate 24 leads in 24 hours. And I pretty much break down one campaign that we use that's really effective for coaching that's quite easy to get leads with and yeah. uh, totally worth grabbing. I appreciate that's, the, the that's plug, awesome. Brian. Yeah, so if you want to learn how to generate 24 coaching leads in 24 hours, go to winninginternational.com and grab that free resource before it comes down. Absolutely. So we're getting close to the end. We've got maybe five minutes or so. Let me just ask you, Ryan, what is the scariest thing you've ever done? Oh, <laughs> skydiving probably compares, but from a business point of view, it would be uh, launching winning and making the decision to hire a $50,000 mentor. Uh, that's starting that for me, that was, oh my gosh, I cannot put into words how scared I was because here's the thing, I'm working with people that are already running a coaching business, so they've already taken that leap of faith. <clears throat> but for me, having been kind of successful in some businesses, failed in some, I kind of had already been in business a little bit, but taking the leap of faith to start my coaching business was so daunting for me because I was, had to put myself out there fully and be truthful and authentic to who I was. And you know, the biggest fear that humans have is that they're not enough. So when you put yourself out there fully as the authentic version of you, you're kind of putting your, your unique self out for criticism. And for me, that was so nervous, nerve-wracking. So hiring a $50,000 mentor, which cemented the fact that I was going to have to make it happen, that was okay. definitely the scariest Definitely right. the scariest thing that I'd done. Three minutes left to the end. I have two more questions. Uh, if you were starting over today, knowing what you know now, what would you do differently? Yeah, cool. Do you want to hit me with the other question as well, just to pre-frame? So uh, go for two. Who inspires and motivates you? That's the question I ask everybody. Okay, cool. All right, I'll I'll jump and answer the first one. So, okay. if I had my time over to do it again, I would focus more on revenue and less on profit starting out. See, one of the keys to success in business is playing long-term versus short-term. A lot of people are thinking, oh, if I put up this one campaign, what if it doesn't work? And they associate so much pressure on every little micro activity. And don't want to fail on the micro scale, so they because they're not don't not willing to fail on the micro scale, they fail on the macro scale because they don't put themselves out there. If I need, if I was to start again, I would focus more on being a long term thinker and worrying more about revenue, not profit. Meaning that I would be willing to invest more, so I wouldn't care as much about having to profit week one. I would even be willing to go backwards fifty thousand dollars. I'd be willing to take out. Like a fifty thousand, which is almost what I did, but even further backwards to get more resources, invest more in marketing, because I kind of <clears throat> grew as my I grew the business as my finances grew. But if I had my time again, I would be more abundance mindset, knowing that this is what I was going to do for the rest of my life, knowing that it's just a game of growth, and you're never going to get to an end point. You're just going to keep growing and growing and growing. So if that's the case, why not grow faster by sacrificing more in the short term to get a, a great result in the long term? That is a brilliant answer. My final question that I ask everyone, Ryan, who inspires and motivates you? We've got about a minute to the end. Yeah, cool. Like I said with my little distinction I had with David who gave me the iPod, the, the person that got me into this industry was Tony. And the person that I respect and look up to the most is Tony, so Anthony Robbins. I, to look at somebody who – one question that I tell people when they're starting in business is, are you willing to do <clears throat> what your greatest – competitor is, is, are you willing to do more than your greatest competitor to be successful? Meaning that if you look at Tony Robbins, 
<clears throat> the reason he is where he is is because he's worked to get to where he has consistently in a focused manner going outside his comfort zone no matter what <clears throat> and starting off putting himself on a radio show announcing to everyone that he could overcome any phobia or any, anything to fill his first 500 person event and from that point forward it's taking leap of faith, leap of faith, leap of faith. You can't help but, but look up to someone that lives and breathes as a role model um, purely okay. in the essence of, of what I believe is okay. a phenomenal human being and because he lives it and breathes it the definition yep. of being a coach from my point of view is a role model and that's how he acts so definitely tony robbins i love the great guy. how do we get a hold of you awesome so best way to get a hold of me is through winning international if you want to send an email through you can through the contact page on winninginternational.com if you want to go to the facebook page as well you know the best chance of kind of getting through to us is by sending a message to the winning international facebook page or sending a a uh, quick little message through to the winninginternational.com contact form. They're the best two ways. So winning the Winning International website is just full of resources. There's hundreds okay. of videos tackling any kind of issues in, in a coaching business. And you know, uh, I would recommend that you go and engage in all those free resources. And if you all need right. anything more, reach out. We'd be more than happy to help. Fantastic. We are at the end of the show. Thank you so much, Ryan Madges, for being my very special guest this week. And this has been Success Profiles Radio. Join us every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern where I interview world-class achievers and find out how their journey uh, evolved, what they learned, and the lessons we can learn from it. And we'll be back next Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern. Until then, have a great week. Take care, everyone. Thanks for joining us. Goodbye. Thank you for being a part of Success Profiles Radio with your host, Brian K. Wright. Each week, we'll explore different aspects of success and how to apply them to your life. We'll have guests that will come from many different backgrounds, including expertise in leadership, business, relationships, careers, networking, health, overcoming adversity, and much more. For more on Brian and the show, check out his website, briankwright.com. If you've ever wondered if there's more to life than you're currently living, then Success Profiles Radio is the program for you. Join us again next week for more Success Profiles Radio with your host, Brian K. Wright.